Welcome to the Go Forth and Golf Podcast, where you can listen to everything related to the game of golf. Golf tips to help you improve your golf game, entertaining interviews, discussions about the latest in golf equipment, and so much more. Now, here is your host, PGA professional, Steve Goforth. Welcome back to another episode of the Go Forth and Golf Podcast. I am your host, Steve Goforth. PGA professional at Willow Creek Golf Club, soon to be head golf professional at Cross Creek Golf Club. It's coming up soon and also owner of Go Forth Golf Instruction. Really excited to be here with you today. I have a wonderful interview for you to listen to with Jeff Pelizero at 18 Strong. 18 Strong is a fantastic company that's helping golfers become more fit, become more productive in their golf game, living a better life, a healthier life. And I cannot stress enough how much they can help you with your golf games. You don't want to miss this interview. It's a fantastic interview. I really enjoyed talking with Jeff. Learned a lot from him. And I'm actually really excited about starting their program. Before we get into that interview, I mentioned earlier I'm getting ready to make my transition over to Cross Creek. I get a lot of people coming up to me or emailing me, calling me, texting me. When are you going to Cross Creek? When are you leaving Willow Creek? My last day at Willow Creek is October 27th. I'm starting November the 3rd at Cross Creek. I'm super excited about it. I've gone down there to the golf course, met some people. Uh, the staff there seems to be amazing. I'm really looking forward to, to getting to know the membership down there and just trying to make that the best place I possibly can and growing that and building upon what has already been done there for years and then continue to improve and just help make that golfing experience even better. It's a team effort. It's not all me. It's going to take all of us to do that, to continue what has been started down there and just make that the best golf club and make that the best golfing experience we possibly can for everybody. There's obviously going to be some growing pains there, getting to know people and getting to know the the organization and, and kind of migrating into that. But that takes time, right? Anytime you're coming into a new environment. You have to get to know one another. Members have to get to know me. I have to get to know them. Staff the same way. But let me tell you something. I am really excited about it. I feel great about it. And if you're listening to this, you're a member down there at Cross Creek. I can't wait to be there. I can't wait to be a part of your life. I cannot wait to have just that wonderful golfing experience with you and just make a difference in your life and in our golf club. So cannot wait to be there. As you can tell, I'm really excited about it. And, uh, as I mentioned before in my last podcast, I'm, I'm sad to leave behind my family and my friends at Willow Creek. I'll tell you, it's been a, a wonderful seven years there. I'm going to miss everybody there. I appreciate all you members and guests coming up to me and telling me how much you appreciated the hard work I put in. Tell me how much you, you're going to miss me. And uh, it means a lot to me, more than words can possibly say to you right now. And the staff, I'm going to miss you so much. But like I've told all of you, this is not goodbye. We're going to stay in touch with one another and we're going to spend some time together. We're going to stay in touch, and we're not going to lose that. And uh, for the members, thank you. Thank you so much for allowing me to serve you all these years and, and being such a wonderful membership to me and, and being so receptive to the tournaments that I've done. I hope you've enjoyed them. It seems like we've had a great time in doing those tournaments and, and interacting with you and, and making your golfing experience even more enjoyable. I hope I've done that for you. And from everything I'm hearing from a lot, of, a lot of you that are coming up to me, I have done that. So that just makes me, it warms my heart, makes me proud, and uh, it means I did my job. And it means it means that I made a difference in your life, a positive difference in your life. So 
thank you so much. That's all I ever wanted. And I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for, again, allowing me to serve you and to, and to help your golfing experience be a good one. All right, let's talk a little bit about the PGA Tour. We've had some tournaments take place since the last time I dropped my podcast. And I previewed those a little bit in my last podcast as well. We had the Sanderson Farms Championship won by Sam Burns. Congratulations to Sam Burns for winning that tournament. The Shriners Children's Open won by Sung J.M. Congratulations to Sung J for that tremendous victory in that tournament. And then the CJ Cup that just took place this past weekend as I'm recording this at the Summit Club won by Rory. Congrats to Rory. A great start to the PGA Tour season for him and the others that have won. Again, Max Homa. Sam Burns, Sung J.M., and then Rory McIlroy are our winners so far in this new PGA Tour season. we got other tournaments right around the corner. The Zozo Championship, October 21st through the 24th. Last year, won by Patrick Cantlay. we got the Butterfield Bermuda, October 28th through the 31st. Last year's winner on that one was Brian Gay. The Worldwide Technology Championship, at Mayakoba, that's November the 4th through the 7th. Last year, Victor Hovland won that tournament. And then the Houston Open, which is a great tournament. I love the Houston Open. It always seems to be very competitive, very thrilling, very exciting. November the 11th through the 14th. Last year, Carlos Ortiz won that one. So, again, really excited about this season. Got four great tournaments coming down the pipeline that I think are going to be extremely entertaining. So make sure you tune into those each weekend. I thought I'd do something a little bit different this episode. Let's talk a little bit about some of the PGA Tour stats that are out there right now. I love this kind of stuff. I love statistics. I don't know why. Call me crazy. There's certain things I like to look at, and it just piques my interest. And so I thought I'd touch base on some of these things. And who who's doing well so far? It's a young season, I know. But there are a lot of great statistics that are out there that I thought I would share with you. Of course, you can go on the PGA Tour website and look up any of these at your convenience. But I thought I'd share a few of the things with you real quick to kind of let you know where we are. I'm not going to touch on all of the statistics. There's a ton of them out there. But, you know, kind of the most interesting driving statistic people want to know is, number one, how far are they hitting? Who's hitting it the furthest? And how accurate are they? So as far as driving distance is concerned, I'm going to pull that up here. It looks like Cameron Champ currently is in the number one position in terms of average driving distance at two, 339.5 yards. That's impressive. But that's only two rounds, so it's not a lot of data to go off of. you got Matthew Wolf, who has eight rounds. Joseph Bramlett has 10 rounds. Matthew Wolf is second at 336. Joseph Bramlett is third, again, 10 rounds at 335. Harry Hall at 335, and then Cameron Young at 329. So those are your top five in terms of driving distance. Let's talk about driving accuracy percentages as that pulls up here. All right, so in terms of driving accuracy, four rounds, Graham McDowell leads. 78% of fairways hit, 78.57 to be exact. Brandon Grace is tied for second with Russell Henley at 76.79. Number four position would be Abraham Answer at 76%. So Graham McDowell leading in driving accuracy currently on the PGA Tour. 78% is very impressive. That's 44 fairways hit out of a possible 56. Man, that's really good. We'd all like to have that stat, wouldn't we? Let's talk about greens and regulation. So who's got the best percentage in that? Number one position, Russell Henley. 
He has eight rounds under his belt. He's hit 84% of his greens. So he's hit 121 greens out of 144 holes. That's really, really good. Second place, Pito Piera. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. He has 12 rounds at 82%. He's hit 179 greens in regulation out of 216 holes. Third place, Ricky Fowler. He was actually tied, as I'm reading this, he was actually tied for 66th. He has 82% of his greens hit in regulation. Fourth place is Will Zalatorez at 81%. And in rounding out the top five, Colin Morikawa, Cameron Smith, 80.56%. That's 58 greens out of 72 so really good statistic there. I'm going to try to, I'm not going to touch on this every single episode, but I'm going to kind of highlight that as we go on through the season, maybe, I don't know, every four or five episodes, just kind of see where are we. And again, you can look all this stuff up on the PGA Tour website, but I think it's really cool to talk about. But there are so many great statistics that are out there. I mean, I encourage you go on the website again, pgatour.com, look at the overview. You can do off the tee approach the green, around the green putting, which everybody needs to pay close attention to that because there's a lot of statistics on there. I mean, it really takes a deep dive into putting statistics and kind of get an idea of where these guys are. That can also help you with your game because if you see where these guys are with your averages on putting or whatever it may be, it kind of gives you a measuring stick, right, to where you need to be and what you need to be doing. Of course, it may be difficult to get to a PGA Tour level but you can at least have something to measure it against and know how you're improving or how you're doing compared to what the guys on tour are doing. You also have statistics like scoring streaks, money finishes, point rankings, and then all-time records. So I'm going to, again, I'm going to highlight on some of this stuff as we go throughout the PGA Tour season, but it's some fascinating information. We're only four tournaments in right now, so there's not a lot of statistics out there to really go off of. This stuff gets really interesting as we get further into the season. Some of the big-name guys start playing more, kind of see where they fall, how everybody stacks up against one another. But again, really cool stuff. I just wanted to highlight that a little bit here on the podcast and let you know, hey, this is something we're going to talk. I'm going to talk about as the season progresses. Speaking of things to be talking about, I've had some people come up to me and ask me, what kind of tips are you going to be doing going forward as far as helping me improve my game? Well, i got some really cool things on tap that I'm going to talk about. In the upcoming episodes, it'll take us through the end of the year. I'm going to talk about topics such as how to hit the sweet spot on your clubs more, hitting wedge shots closer to the pin. Everybody wants to do that, right? So I'm going to give you some tips on how to do that coming up on a future episode very soon. How to play better in colder weather, right? Because winter's coming. So how do you play better in cold weather? I'm going to give you some really good tips that can help you there. Maybe shoot some low scores during those cold winter months where our hands kind of you know freeze up and our body freezes up and we just get stiff and tight. We just cannot seem to put a good swing on. We got all those layers on us, right? It's kind of hard to swing the golf club when it's cold out. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that as well. And also, I'm really excited about this one, how to set goals for the upcoming year. 2022 is right around the corner, believe it or not. So I'm going to talk to you about how to set goals for your golf game for the upcoming year and how to get better, how to measure that. I'm really, really excited about that one. So those are some topics you're going to see from me coming down the pipeline as we finish out 2021. Welcome in 2022 with more great topics for you, a lot more great interviews. I'm really going to work hard. I'm bringing some special guests on for the upcoming year that I'm really, really excited about. So 
without further ado, let's jump right into this interview that I did with Jeff Pelizero with 18 Strong. So without any further delay, let's tee it up. Oh, he got all of that one. If you want to take control of your health and feel so much better, I encourage you to check out Pure on Main. They have two locations on Main Street in downtown Greenville across from the Hyatt and another location on Cannon Street in beautiful downtown Greer. Pure on Main provides you with essential services and products allowing you to live a healthier, more fulfilling life. Pure on Main is one of the most exclusive and unique health and wellness centers in the upstate. They've been nominated as one of Greenville's best wellness centers for five consecutive years. Do you want to improve your endurance, increase your mobility in your golf swing, or get rid of joint pains? I can assure you Betsy and her staff are passionate about helping you improve your life. They have stores filled with beneficial items for your body and your soul. They also provide services such as colon hydrotherapy, massage therapy, ionic foot detox, and wellness consulting. Pure on Main is dedicated to helping and serving their community. Please give them a call and let them recommend top-of-the-line products that are results-driven. I get all of my wellness supplements from them, and I feel amazing. Visit their website at pureonmain.com. Again, that's pureonmain.com, where you can purchase their phenomenal products, or you can visit their downtown locations in Greenville and Greer. So what are you waiting for? Start living healthier and pure with the help of Pure On Main. You won't regret it. My guest for this episode is Jeff Pelizero. He is the owner and creator of 18 Strong. 18 Strong is a fantastic workout program that's going to get you in not only better shape for your life, but also better shape for your golf game. Now, you may be listening to this and saying to yourself, Steve, listen, I have no desire to get in better shape. I like what I'm doing. I like the way I look now. I don't like the gym. I don't like working out. Uh, man, I just want to drink my beer and have my cheeseburgers and do whatever the heck I want to do. Heck with this workout stuff. I totally get it. Absolutely nothing wrong with that, but it's still some fantastic information that you don't want to miss out on because there could be little things you can do like simple movements around the house that can make your body feel a lot better. You don't necessarily have to go to a gym and go walk two miles on a treadmill or bench press 200 pounds or whatever the case may be. There's simple movements you can do that can drastically improve the way you feel and improve your golf game at the same time. So don't misunderstand me. I'm not telling you to go out there and be a gym rat and just dedicate your whole life to working out. Certainly that can make you feel better, but there are other ways to get in better shape and there's other ways to make you feel good. Just going to go over everything you need to know about 18 Strong. We talk about the concept, you know, where it came from, why he developed it, their app that they have out there, all the different workouts that you can focus on, how you can blend this workout with golf instruction, how it can better your golf game. For example, we talk about the lower body in the golf swing and how there's certain workouts you can do that can improve your lower body, which therefore can increase your distance. Let me tell you a little bit about Jeff. Jeff has a tremendous resume. He is a licensed physical therapist. He was actually chosen by Golf Digest as one of the 50 best fitness professionals out there. He's a Titleist Performance Institute Level 2 fitness instructor. He's also the Plain Truth Golf Level 1 certified instructor. He is the best-selling author of The Golfer's Guide to a Bogey-Proof Workout. And he's also featured on ESPN Radio and countless other media outlets talking about this wonderful concept he's put together, again, called 18 Strong. Don't fast forward. Don't skip over this interview. Don't miss out on this wonderful information that we're going to share with you 
about 18 strong, and maybe it can also help, again, your life, make you feel better, but most importantly, help you improve your golf game. Be sure to go check out 18 Strong on their website. It's 18strong.com. Go follow them on social media. And Jeff has his own podcast as well, 18 Strong. Go out there and check it out. Subscribe to it on the Apple platform or listen to it on your favorite podcast platform. A wonderful podcast. He's a, he has a lot of great guests on there as well. You don't want to miss it. So without further ado, let's bring in Jeff Pelizero from 18 Strong. Jeff, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. How are you? I'm great, man. Thanks for having me on, Steve. You're welcome. So before we jump into everything about 18 Strong, I like to kind of get some back history here. Explain how the concept of 18 Strong was developed. Uh, where did the inspiration come from to start this very innovative idea? Yeah, I mean, so my background is physical therapy, and I, I I started out in the clinics, you know, traditional physical therapy was, was in there for about six years or so. And, and I was not a golfer. I didn't grow up playing golf. You know, I, I like to tell people that my experience of golf up until my late twenties was basically bachelor parties and charity scrambles. So it was a different version of golf than uh, a lot of the guys that I work with now. But, um, you know, it really started out. I had a chance to kind of switch gears and, and work for a golf fitness company here in St. Louis. And that's when I really fell in love with the game. And I made the switch because I knew that with my background, I could help these golfers with the way that they move. I could, even though I didn't really know a whole lot about the game itself at the time, the swing, um, obviously that was in 2008. So since then I've, I've done a lot of, of digging in. I've really just become a golf nerd pretty much, but, um, I knew that there was something to be said about helping these guys move better. I knew how the joints worked. I knew how the body was supposed to work. And I knew that if we could, we could help these guys do that, help them prevent injury. They could play golf a lot better. They could play it a lot longer. They could play it more enjoyably. And so that's where my journey kind of started as far as getting into the world of golf and fitness. And then as I started to learn more about the stuff, I went and got TPI certified. I started to realize that it was kind of hard to find information outside of, you know, some of the certifications that I'd gone through for myself to find information. So for other medical professionals, fitness professionals, but also, also for the golfer themselves. And, and so 18 strong really kind of developed, first of all, just as a, a curiosity on my part on how can I, you know, maybe reach out to some of the people that I've met and start talking to them and have conversations. And back in 2008, you know, podcasts were kind of a new thing. So I just heard of this new thing called a podcast and started listening to a few. And I was like, man, it would be really neat if, if maybe I could just kind of record some of these calls and, and call a few people that I've come across and, and just teach other people. You know, I'd, I'd written blog articles and things like that. And so I knew I wanted to do something online that had a little bit more leverage and had a little bit more, more range than just working with golfers here in St. Louis. And so that's really kind of how it started. And then it, it really hit home when I was on a, a Ryder Cup event with my college buddies that there was a need for this, this information, because I was sitting there, you know, it was 27 holes of, you know, alternate shot, best ball singles matches. And then we're all out having a good time, having drinks afterwards. And I'm sitting there with my buddy TJ at this rooftop bar in Columbia, Missouri. And he's telling me how he's, he just joined a club or was really starting to get into playing more and, and realized that like, man, I just started working out and it's, it's really started to make me feel better when I'm on the golf course. And so he proceeded to tell me what he was doing. And, and I looked at him, I'm like, man, TJ, I love 
how this is helping your game. But to be honest, you're doing all of the wrong stuff. Uh, you know, if you were to come see me, I would revamp that whole program. But it told me that golfers needed this information because even the regular guys, the, my buddies from college that are, you know, we're all going to be playing golf for the next 40, 50 years. And they don't have access to this information like I do. And how can we get that out there? And that's really when I realized like, man, we need to do something to, to get this information out. And really that's where 18 strong was, was pretty much born. Well, for somebody listening, that's kind of on the fence, you know, they, they think, okay, I, I would need to go work out. I, I need to get in better shape. I want to improve my golf game, but I'm just not sure. I don't know if this is for me. What type of workouts could they expect with your program to help them become better golfers? So we've got a, a mix of, of programs. We started out initially um, building out what we call the golf body blueprint, which was kind of like the ideal program. If I could have, you know, just put it on paper and, and have people do exactly what I told them to do. That's what we built out. It's an eight week program. It's got three strength training days. It's got a couple movement based days, um, some high intensity interval type stuff, some over, over speed training. So it's got everything laid out exactly, but uh, we realized that that's, that can be a little daunting for some folks. So we, we then did another version of an eight week program. It's a little bit more what we would call our beginner program still lays out everything you need to do over eight weeks. And that's our activate program. And then we've built out a couple different ones in there as well. Fat loss. Um, we have one that's, that's the anywhere program. So it requires nothing but a resistance band, and some body weight. And so we tried and we're, we're continuing to build out new things too. Um, but we tried to, to realize that everybody's not ready to go jump into an eight week program. Everybody's not ready to, to go hit the gym three times a week. So the, the very first thing that we recommend people do is just start doing some sort of movement every single day. And so and we've actually put together kind of a free resource that we call, we, we used to call it our daily motion routine, but we kind of felt like people didn't really get how important we felt this was. So now we call it our move EFD and EFD stands for every freaking day. You need to move every freaking day. <laughs> and, um, and people can find that at 18strong.com slash EFD every freaking day. Remember that. I uh, love but that's, that. That's the first thing, you know, like just, just start moving a little bit, just get the, the neck moving, the shoulders, the, the hips, because you're going to be amazed at when, when you just start to do that, you know, as much as we sit all day, we're on our phones, we're on our computers, we just don't naturally get up and move our body in all these different directions. And then we try to go on Saturday and, and swing a club, you know, hundred miles an hour without warming up. And we expect to just play like Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy. And it's just kind of, kind of silly. So that's the first place I would have people start. Well, I know for myself, you know, workout programs can just seem really overwhelming. You're trying to fit it into your own schedule and you're trying to do them on your own and make it be hard to, you know, kind of motivate yourself to get out there and do them on top of trying to understand and perform the workouts correctly. And that, that in itself can be really intimidating, at least for me, what advice would you give someone to help motivate them to just stay on track uh, with your program and, and, and make it simple so they can understand it and, and, and want to go to it and be easy for them to go to it on a daily basis. Yeah. I mean, motivation is a tough thing, isn't it? I mean, we, yeah. we, we kind of wane and wax and wane on that. And, and one day we're really into it. We're really excited about making these changes. The next day life hits and it's like, eh, maybe I'll, I'll do that tomorrow. So first thing I would say is it, you have to find the bigger reason why you want to do this. You know, why do you 
maybe it's why do you love to play golf, you know, and, and how is this going to make your golf better? Um, maybe it's, you know, why, why do you want to embark on a, a fitness program? Is it because you have back pain and you want to feel better? Is it because, you know, you have kids and you want to be able to play with them 10 years down the road? You have to, what we found with our guys is that when you find something bigger than just, oh, I'm going to embark on this new fitness routine, or this is the, the, the latest fad diet or, or greatest way to gain swing speed in 10 days. Um, it's like, well, why am I doing any of it? Because yeah. if you know the deeper reason, then when you have that tough day and, and you know that, you know, it's not just about getting the workout in, it's about the, the bigger picture there. And I, I'll never forget. I had a, the fortune to have a conversation on our show uh, with a guy by the name of Ed Milet. And Ed Milet is, first of all, just a, an incredibly successful businessman, but his has really gone on to become kind of this uh, self-improvement, high-performance coach. He's worked with some of the top athletes in the world, a lot of PGA Tour winners, um, as well as business execs and whatever. And, and when I had him on our show, we talked about the importance of, of really kind of finding a routine and finding a commitment that you make to yourself and how important it is to keep those commitments. And he said that I'll never forget. He, he said, self-confidence comes from keeping commitments to yourself. So all of those little, those little commitments that we make to ourselves, you know, I'm going to do the workout tomorrow. And then you get up and it's raining and you don't go outside and do your workout. Well, all, all of those little things build to us not having self-confidence about who we are, what we're doing, how good we're of a golfer we are, how, how well or how in shape we are. And when it's when you start to make those little commitments and keep them. So like even this, this little move program that we're talking about, like if you tell yourself, I'm going to do this seven days in a row, you get up and you do it. And then you celebrate the fact that you did it. All of a sudden it's like, man, that felt good. I'm going to do that again. You do it a couple right. of days in a row. That's when you start to get in that rhythm. That's when you start to see like you're, you're stringing these things together. And oh man, I don't, I don't want to stop because I know I have this, this momentum moving. And I think that's where a lot of, you can kind of almost force feed yourself that motivation by creating these little routines, little habits. So having some sort of a plan, having, having some sort of a decision that you make and then a plan to execute on is a big deal. Oh yeah. I agree with that hundred percent. I mean, you have something that's going to motivate you. I mean, it's going to make you more prone to get out there and, and stick to it and do it like you're talking about. I mean, same thing with golf. I mean, as a teacher, I'm trying to find something that's going to motivate a student to get out there and practice, whether it's you know, they want to break a hundred, break 90, break 80. Maybe they want to uh, have fewer putts during a round. Maybe they want to chip one in from off the fringe, whatever it is, find that motivation and in, in practicing with a purpose, you know, and I think if you're practicing with a purpose, then you're going to be more prone to go and, and practice and, and, and become better. And I guess it kind of correlates with working out. If you're working out with a purpose, which is what your program seems to be doing, it's giving people a, a game plan or an outline so they're not just walking into the gym and just mindlessly walking around to different machines and picking up some dumbbells and doing that and go to this machine, go to the treadmill for an hour. I mean, I find myself doing that, which I hate, but what I love about what you're doing is you, you have a very detailed plan there and it's going to help them stay on track. Well, I mean, Steve, it's no different than, you know, you telling a, a, a golfer of yours, like, are you just going to send them to the driving range and let them wander around? And I mean, how many, how many golfers do that? They just go to the driving range. I'll get a bucket of balls. I'll just, yeah hit these hundred balls without thinking anything during their swings or listening to a podcast or just banging balls, trying to get that great feel. But if they don't have a plan, I mean, they're not making any real progress. And 
I've seen it time and time again, where people walk into a gym, they meander around, they do the same four or five exercises they did yesterday and the day before that and the day before that. And, and it's like, those are the people that look exactly the same a year from now. They, they feel exactly the same. They're always struggling with, you know, their diet or their, their exercise program or whatever it is. And it's no different than the golfer just kind of like wandering around without really understanding what they're trying to do when they're practicing. Yeah. So anybody listening, hear that, if that's you, this is even more motivation to look at 18 strong because it's going to get you out of that uh, funk or out of that uh, poor routine that you're in right now and get you moving forward. I, I love that. And another thing I like is it's not just for anybody looking to get into great physical condition, but it's also for someone who wants to create longevity in the game, or maybe even someone who who's older and wants to improve flexibility and reduce soreness. I guess my point is it's for, it's for anybody. So if so, can you give some examples of current or past uh, clients or users of the, of the app, which we'll talk about a little bit later and how it's helped them. in one one of these scenarios, because sometimes it helps a listener hear of a scenario of say Joe Smith, who did this. And all of a sudden it changed his golf game completely. Do you have any examples like that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think you hit the, the nail on the head with the longevity piece of it. I mean, naturally with, with my background as a physical therapist, like my first thought and intention always going into building any of these programs is first of all, how do we help prevent any of our guys, girls from getting injured? And that's the main thing, get them moving better, keep them from hurting themselves, help them fix maybe previous injuries, get them stronger so they can stay out on the course for the longest time. Uh, yeah, there was a, there was a gentleman by the name of Rick, and this was probably, this was right at the beginning of when COVID started because we had just started this small online community where we were actually doing some calls every week with the guys that were going through these programs. And Rick was a, uh, still is, is a uh, radiologist out in California and he's 62 years old. And he, I had a chance to talk to him before he started the program and he was really leery about jumping in. He said, you know, I'm at this point where I'm 62 and I kind of go back and forth. Do I want to put in the effort to to do any of this stuff? Should I just be happy with where I am, you know, where my golf is? And at the time he was having a lot of back pain. Um, you know, his golf game wasn't, wasn't great. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. And so as he was going through the program, he, he was really at first intimidated, even just with starting, with starting any kind of a program. And it was after, I think the first week he noticed the difference just by doing the daily motion stuff, like just getting the body moving Some of the exercises at first, you know, he just kind of modified them a little bit. And then he was like, man, you know, like he was a little sore the the one time to start. And then he was like, man, I just, I just feel so much better by the end of, I think it was eight weeks. First of all, all, this is when all the gyms had shut down. This is when everything was, you know, kind of closing up. So he had to do all of his workouts at home and he was able to adapt all of the different exercises to just using bands and a couple dumbbells that he had. And by the end, he was walking and carrying his bag, which he hadn't done in 20 years. He walked 27 holes, carried his bag, wow. shot a 20 or shot a, a 75 one day, which is the lowest round he's ever shot. And he just, what I love, Steve, is it like, I like to say that we, we bring guys in with the carrot of this improving their golf game. And then they realize how much better all of the things in their life become as far as just getting around, you know, their, their daily activities, how they feel, the energy they have, being able to go into work and not being sore and, and wake up with pain, things like that. And so 
every single one of the guys that, that we were able to talk to through this program pretty much said like, yeah, I came in here to, to make my golf game better, but like I've changed so many different things and I, I've, I've become a different person than I was when I started because I'm stronger, I'm healthier, I'm eating differently. All of these different things, it really just started because they wanted to improve their golf game. So they decided to do a couple exercises. Yeah. So life's better at that point. I see. Life's that's awesome. Better. Totally. Totally. When I'm teaching, I like to uh, emphasize footwork and I like to emphasize balance a lot. I think those are two really important parts of the golf swing. How important do you feel it is for a golfer to work on their lower body and strengthen their lower body and give some examples of workouts you would recommend to them for that? I think that's probably one of the most underutilized pieces in, in a workout. Um, you know, we've, we've all heard the joke, you know, don't skip leg day, which all of us guys love to do, but yeah. th th there's really a lot of truth to that. And when I am able to, to talk with guys online or people that I bring here in the gym, uh, most of them, most of the guys really focus primarily on their upper body when they, when they do their workouts on their own. And so just getting them into doing some basic level stuff, you know, like just some, some squats. And when I say squats, I'm not, don't think barbells and things like that. I'm talking like just body weight squats or uh, body weight lunges, those type of things, uh, getting people into like a bridging position where you're on your back and you're like lifting your hips in the air. Um, these things, a lot of these guys haven't tried those in years or never really did them in any kind of a training program. And they don't realize how much building up the strength in their lower body is going to impact the way that they swing a club simply from the stability standpoint and the amount of power and, and force that they're able to generate through the floor. And we really try to just kind of bring back that, that athleticism to their golf, their golf game. If you can do some of these exercises, well, you can get through the range of motion, but you can also find your balance during these exercises. It's only going to help you improve your ability to know how your body's moving in a golf swing. And so I'm, I'm right there with you. I think that, you know, improving the lower body strength, is one of the things that no matter what age you are, if you're 30 years old, or if you're, I've got a client in here that's 80 years old and we work on his lower body strength because we know that that's, that's a separator. And especially for the, the guys that are in their sixties, seventies, um, I've got one client, he's 73 and he's, he's able to walk 18, 27 holes, which he wasn't doing 10 years ago. And he's playing with guys that are 50, 60 years old and, and they can't walk, you know, they, they haven't done any of this stuff. So he's out there, you know, like walking past these guys, lapping these guys, and he loves it because he never was able to do that before. So just by improving that, you're, you're definitely going to gain distance. You're going to gain improvement in balance, and you're going to gain a lot of, of stability and really confidence in your swing. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I agree with you. Uh, and a lot of people, they don't, they don't put enough emphasis on the, on the leg work. I mean, I, I tell a lot of my students, all my students really, you know, the downswing is going to start from the ground and work its way up, mm -hmm. you know? So if, if that's happening, if your lower body's not not strengthened like it should be, it's going to be difficult from that. And guess what? Your upper body's going to take over first. You're going to start casting it outside to in and and getting kind of that armsy swing, I guess you could say. And so, yeah, I want to talk to you about that because I, I really feel like I agree with you. There's just not enough emphasis there on lower body workouts. And I'm so glad you said that because uh, I think if more golfers would put more emphasis on that, they would see a tremendous difference, not only in their stamina, but also the strength in their golf swing. Yeah. And, you know, we like to introduce a lot of like unilateral stuff or, or split stance type stuff where we're challenging the balance a little bit. We don't ever utilize, you know, like, like foam pads or things like that to, to try to get too crazy and, and complex with balancey type stuff. But it's more like 
just change the positions a little bit, alter it a little bit, maybe work into some lateral positions, lateral movements, just so you're feeling different angles and positions. Um, and you can, you can do all different kinds of things, lunges, squats, bridges, hinging exercises, um, rotation exercises, anti-rotation exercises, all of those things, but working from a nice, good, solid, stable base is going to help you generate that force a lot easier. For the listener out there who loves training aids, is there a training aid or several training aids you can recommend that can maybe help them with this as well during their workouts? Yeah. I mean, two of the, the ones that I have right out here in the gym that I, I use with a lot of guys um, would be the orange whip. I, I, I like the orange whip um, for really, again, that one, because of the, the weight, because of the flexibility of the shaft of it, it kind of tries to throw you off balance a little bit. So one, one great benefit is that you have to really find that, that balance within your body and within, with the floor to be able to swing that and not be kind of pulled off offline a little bit. The other thing is it just really helps with the sequencing. So I think it's a great tool to just kind of help you warm up and, you know, kind of feel the lower body starting to move a little bit before the upper body as you're working into that transition. So that's one that I like. Um, and then I use the, the overspeed or the super speed clubs quite a bit. I like the overspeed under speed training. And I know that there's several different pieces of equipment out there these days, um, like the, the rip sticks and, and, um, I, I think there's a couple other ones. Sasha McKenzie has one. Um, but we've worked with the, the super speed guys for a long time. And I just love those because they're so close to what you're really trying to do but they still bring in a little different effect than swinging a regular golf club does just with the, the, the little bit of a lighter weight, a little bit of a heavier weight. There's a bit of a strengthening component, but there's a definite neurological component to help you with your speed. And I think that that really is one of the, the best ways to work on that. That's going to immediately translate over to the course. Yeah, I agree. I'm obviously partial to orange whip. I had Jim Hackenberg, the owner and creator of orange whip on the podcast in the past. He's local to me right around oh, nice. the corner from me. Yeah. It's great guy. Great. Absolutely. Great training aid. I recommend it to a lot of students. Cannot go wrong with the orange whip for sure. I hundred percent agree with you on that. You guys, uh, you have an incredible app that uh, you currently provide. Let's talk about that. How does that work? I mean, we're in the day and age of apps now and it's easy for people to use and a lot more convenient than going to a website sometimes. How does that work? How easy is it for a golfer to navigate and implement their workouts into their daily life using uh, this app that you guys have? Yeah, I mean, the app we kind of built out just within the last year because we realized that, you know, there is a big push for people to just have everything right on hand. You know, if you're going to the gym or whatever, it's, it's easier to have the videos in your pocket, not carry some stuff with you. And so all of all the programs that I mentioned before, we've got all of those in there. We also add in a new program every single month, um, just for the people that have maybe been through the programs already that are in there, just to keep it fresh, to give them some new, new workouts, new challenges. Um, and it's, it's super simple to use. It basically, you pick what program you're going to do, you set it up on your calendar. And every day when you open the app, it tells you what you're supposed to do that day. So just like we were talking about the golf body blueprint, it lays it out for you for eight weeks straight. So, so we've got everything on there. Um, you can just go to 18strong.com. There's a free trial. You can try it out for seven days and you can test out any one of the programs on there. Um, it's kind of funny though, that, you know, myself and Ryan, Ryan's my, my business partner. He's my cousin. And both of us, we like to think of ourselves as kind of like old school a little bit. And we realized that I've, I've always 
brought my, my little training log into the gym with me, you know, like the little pencil and paper, write down my weights. And so we had shifted over to the app and kind of taken away the, the ability for people to just go and purchase just a single program. So the app is a monthly subscription. And we realized like, there's a lot of guys like us that we like to, to print out the sheets and take them in there and, and just have the one program and not necessarily do the monthly subscription. So people, we, we kind of took a little rewind and we've started releasing the, uh, the programs as one-off programs again, where people can just go on the website and, and just get the one program and they can print out the sheets and they have the, the little cheat sheets and they can keep their tallies on on there themselves, which that's, that's how I like to do it. Paper and pencil. So a lot of people out there love the apps, but, um, I'm kind of an old school guy. Yeah. I don't blame you. I tend to be the same way. I, I'm trying to, I, I did download your app. It's really nice. But let's talk about that process. Okay. Somebody's listening. They're ready to go. They're hooked. They're ready to, to try 18 strong. Tell me the process they need to go through. So if you download the app, I don't think you see anything on there. I think you have to start the, the trial subscription. Is that correct? Yes. And, and when you go to get the, the app, you're going to want to go through the website. You can't just go to Apple and download it. It has to go through our website and then it'll prompt you to go get your app, whether you're on uh, Android or Apple. And then once you get in, you'll go ahead and, and pick whatever program you're going to do. And so you'll, there's the golf body blueprint, the activate the anywhere, all the different programs, the fat loss program. And then you'll set it on your calendar to start today or tomorrow or next Monday or whatever it is. And then once you start that, it will then populate your calendar for the next four weeks or eight weeks or whatever that program is. So can you customize that calendar? Say a guy's like, you know what? I can only go to the gym on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Are you able to customize it that way? It's unfortunately, we can't totally just say I'm going to work out three days a week, but what you can do is on like if you pull open the app, you can reschedule that workout for the day. So you could kind of push it to the next day. Okay. You know, with, with the app, obviously we didn't develop it ourselves. We had, so we have to kind of work in the confines a little bit of the software developer. And, and so we're working on some of the different things. And so anybody that does use the app, we would, we love hearing the feedback on things like that of, of ways that we can improve it. And, you know, and then we can talk to the software developer and see what's possible and what's not possible. So basically to get started, go to the website, um, sign up, all your prices are and plans are on there. You can go check that out. Again, that's 18strong.com and uh, everything's pretty self-explanatory on there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Everything's pretty much laid out there. And if, if you have any questions, by all means, you can feel free to send me an email, jeff at 18strong.com or support at 18strong.com and you'll most likely get Kendra. And Kendra's honestly probably the best choice to, to answer questions like that. But uh, yeah, if you have any questions, by all means, let us know. And again, I do want to remind anybody that is interested in just doing that, that daily program, the EFD, uh, 18strong.com slash EFD, just put your email address in there and you're going to get delivered the, the videos, exercises, all that stuff. And then I challenge you, do them for seven days, see, see how you feel after seven days and you know just kind of that mental confidence of, of doing those seven days in a row. I guarantee you're going to feel different after that seventh time. Every freaking day. Every freaking day. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Easy to remember. Uh, Jeff, I, I greatly appreciate your time. This is phenomenal. 18 Strong has really, really impressed me a lot. And quite honestly, I'm going to do the program myself. That's how much it's impressed me. I really like it a lot. And then uh, I have a gym membership, but I go in there. And a lot of times I don't know what the heck I want to do when I go in there. I, I'm, I'm wandering, or wandering around mindlessly. 
trying to think, okay, do I need to do this today? Do I need to do that today? And I'm tired of it. I, I want a plan and I want something that can really put me on the right track. And this will definitely do it. Everything you're telling me and everything I've read about it. And I was super pumped for you to come on the podcast and just educate the listeners about this, because if you're listening out there and you're on the fence, not sure what you want to do, or you're really motivated and ready to do it, I cannot recommend a better workout program for you than 18 strong, especially for a golfer. So thank you, Jeff, so much for taking time to come on the podcast today. Well, Steve, I can't thank you enough. And I have to say that it happens to the best of us too, man. There's times when if I don't have a program, if I don't have something written down for me to do, it's easy to wander or it's, or it's even easier to just kind of let it slide that day. So by all means, just having that plan and doing something, even if it's those, those simple little, you know, every freaking day drills, just having something that you know that you're going to check off by the end of the time when you get out of the gym, that, that makes a big, big difference. So again, go out there, visit their website, 18strong.com. Jeff has a podcast, 18 Strong. Go check that out on all your major podcast platforms. And also go check out their YouTube channel. Talk to me about the YouTube channel. Yeah, the, the YouTube channel is, uh, we haven't actually put out a, a brand new like instructional video in a while because we went through some issues with our, our gym. We had a flooding, we're in a brand new facility. So hopefully we'll start putting out some new content as far as that goes. But um, yeah, we, we have a ton of videos up there uh, where you can find information on just, you know, a lot of different things, different training. We have a couple little dumbbell workouts on there. We've got, we talk about different issues, rotator cuff, golfer's elbow, anything and everything that we've come across with some of our golfers. We try to somehow put it in video form to help educate any golfer out there that's hopefully, you know, trying to find a way to get through whatever struggle it is. So we, we've tried to, to put together several different videos and just content that we know that golfers are, are looking for. And it's, uh, we've got a pretty good following over there, which is kind of funny because over the last you know several months, we haven't really put anything new up, but the channel just continues to grow. And so we will be uh, re restarting that very, very soon. Also go follow them on social media. They're on all the uh, social media platforms out there, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, go out there and follow them. You'll also learn new things that may be coming down the pipeline for 18 strong. Jeff, thank you so much, man. You have a, a wonderful thing going. Congratulations on this. And uh, really uh, happy to have you on the podcast and anxious to get started with this program myself. So thank you so much. Thanks again, Steve. Let us know what questions you have, man. Thank you. Congratulations, my friend. You have completed another episode of the Go Forth and Golf Podcast. Thank you so very much for hitting that play button, no matter where you are, no matter what you are doing. I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to spend it with me, spend it learning about the game of golf. And I hope you really enjoyed that interview with Jeff Pelizero. He offered up some great information that can not only, again, improve your golf game, but improve your overall health, improve your lifestyle. I hope you'll refer this podcast to people that you know. Remember, share it on your social media pages. Tag Go Forth Golf Instruction on your social media post and be put into a drawing to win a free dozen Callaway Chrome Soft Golf Balls. That's a great opportunity to win free golf balls by simply sharing it on your social media pages. It doesn't take a whole lot of effort, and it's going to spread the word not only about this particular podcast, but also it's growing the game of golf and it's educating other people out there. It's growing this golfing community that we're trying to create here. I greatly appreciate it and good luck to you if you do share that. If you feel like I deserve it, go out there and give me a five-star rating on the Apple 
podcast platform. That really helps a lot. It really puts more eyeballs on this podcast. And also, if you feel like I deserve it, go out there and give me a good review. That also puts more eyeballs on the podcast. And you just grow this community, grow the listening base. I really do appreciate your help on that. Remember, the next episode will not drop until Wednesday, November 17th. So it's going to be a while before the next one. I will not drop on November the 3rd, like I mentioned in my previous podcast, because I've got a lot of stuff going on with my move over to my new club, Cross Creek Golf Club, over in Seneca, South Carolina. Super, super excited about that. And during that transition, I'm afraid I'm not going to have enough time to record the next podcast. So a little bit of a break there, a little fall break, if you want to call it that. Again, next episode will take place on November 17th, and I'm going to be bringing you a lot of great information in these upcoming episodes, like I mentioned to you in my intro. Again, thank you so much for your support. Thank you for coming up to me if you have done that and telling me how much you enjoy the podcast. I can't thank you enough. It warms my heart. Please go tell other people about it as well. I really do appreciate that. Until the next episode, I hope you hit your drives long and straight. I hope you drain more putts. I hope you hit more greens in regulation. And most of all, I hope you get out there and have a great time. Remember to do something nice for somebody today. And remember, together, let's go forth to a better golf game. You've been listening to the Go Forth and Golf Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to receive alerts on new episodes. For more information, please follow us on social media at Go Forth Golf Instruction or visit our website at GoForthGolfInstruction.com. Remember, together, let's go forth to a better golf game.